0: we going to start what's been going on how was your weekend what uh
1: um what did I do this weekend we oh
0: had, we had thanksgiving
1: okay yeah so we had thanksgiving and also we turned up a little for my birthday
0: mhm
1: on like it was saturday but uh we turned up on thursday
0: a little slight turn up at the voodoo lounge bar and grill
1: and thanks to everybody that came
0: yeah hell yeah we had a good like 10 people that showed up
1: which if you know voodoo is like half the bar yeah (laughs) literally so and uh shout out to everybody who couldn't come because they have whole ass families and (laughs) shit but thanks
0: Grown ass adults who had shit to do
1: Thanks for the happy birthdays And all of those good things True Um what else? Oh uh, We did drop our shirts
0: Yes we did there. The link would not Post For some reason like It oh. was a valid link I kept trying to put it in my Profile but it kept saying like enter a valid Link and I was like this is the link. <laughs> like it works when I put it in my Safari, but
1: there is another link that specifically specifically directs you to the store. On there, okay. I put it in our. Uh, it's in our. It's in our Instagram uh, link right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on a link tree so we can have the store and all the locations that the podcast is on in it. Um. Damn, we do have a lot to discuss. All right, so So we have a store in T-Public where several items, including stickers. Yes, we do. Um you can go there and uh some of the money of course goes to support the podcast. So you're helping us out in a little bit.
0: Swag yourself out for Christmas.
1: Yeah. And also T-Public also the reason I decided to do T-Public is they have a lot of of sales weekly um, so you can get like a shirt for like $14 a lot of times we don't get much of those profits but <laughs> if you want to support the podcast and then also represent for your quit, uh, your mm-hmm. throw your hood up uh, we can do that um, thanks to everybody that's bought a shirt or something from the store so far also now we are officially on spotify
0: Hey, shout out to spotify
1: yeah like apparently within the last month they changed their things of how to submit that's why we couldn't be on spotify for the longest and also they give a lot of analytics which is always dope yeah
0: that's definitely helpful for like startup grassroots people like ourselves
1: right creators you're
0: gonna have to give me the info for that account because it's, it's still the same shit
1: that one is actually that username is through my through your own yeah but i'll give you that it's it's pretty similar okay um the only thing i don't like as far as analytics and this is just like some nerd shit <laughs> is uh the ones for itunes they give a lot of bullshit ass analytics, mm-hmm. and SoundCloud is actually very pretty good at that. And it tells you which devices and which uh, services people are listening to us through, which is very helpful. And it also gives us locations. In mm-hmm. some places, I know who's listening by the location, which is always cool. It's like, yo,
0: it's very good to know your audience when you're a company or a brand like ours.
1: Right. And it's also weird learning how to brand yourself.
0: It is very weird.
1: And we're going to make mistakes. And that's the beautiful mess of doing something creative. Mm -hmm. So if you do decide to um, make a podcast or something, of course, we will support y'all. And we can give y'all any tips that we had to do because this shit is an everyday thing. So,
0: I turned my um my personal Instagram into a business page, just because I do a lot of suburban stuff on there too. So I was just like might as well. Plus, I don't really I don't post a whole lot of like I don't post like I used to post like personally on my page.
1: Me neither. Mine is kind of it's detached. and I already have
0: the followers. Like I have like six or seven hundred followers. So I'm just like I might as well just like use this to do some of suburban stuff too.
1: Right. Um. My personal one is also pretty. Much, like I, I have started to try to separate it a little bit because it's not like I, I don't use IG the way that I used to. Now it's just like when I look on my Discover thing, I'm really weird. <laughs> so I have like stuff with like, uh, equipment. <laughs> to look up and things like that and Mm -hmm. then also tons of basset hound (laughs) profile them niggas know you (laughs) bro we out here tu instagram basset hound cooper what's up dog going on um we did forget to talk about something last week but I can't remember what it was
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, the last couple days been some crazy shit happening uh first and foremost rest in peace to Steven Hillenberg.
0: I thought you were going to say Kim Porter
1: oh yes also that's what we forgot to talk about Recipe Kim Porter, first and foremost. And they have been playing Forever My Lady on radio so much lately. And I had no idea that song was about her. I'll Be Sure wrote that song about him.
0: Yeah, I'll Be Sure dedicated that to her. Um, when she
1: was pregnant with Quincy,
0: she had somebody else dedicate some shit to her. Yeah, who
1: was it? Dallas Austin?
0: Dallas Austin.
1: That wasn't
0: Do the right thing No
1: Wasn't What did he do Dallas Austin's a producer Yeah no no no, no, no. But he also produced Drumline What am I Drumline Drumline, is, Drumline I think is based on them Drumline is based on their friendship Before they started Damn. Getting
0: into their relationship So it's based on their whole like Evolution of their relationship
1: And of course Diddy Had a family with her and adopted Quincy
0: can we just talk about how like none of these niggas married her
1: I've seen people bring that up <laughs> and alright what what? Well, what are so, to me it just them?
0: makes me wonder like if marriage was something that she wanted or if she didn't cause I feel like if you have these men doing these kinds of of uh dedicated things to you they would commit to you in a marriage kind of way but
1: but who's to say that who's to say they weren't committed relationships
0: well no I'm not saying that they weren't committed but I guess just the, the solidification the permanence of something like a marriage like I wonder if that was ever brought up or if they were all just kind of we're together this is all we need
1: I do personally believe that uh, Diddy had trust, has trust issues
0: well Diddy's not going to marry anybody
1: yeah that's what I'm saying like I don't so I think when they were in their relationship I think she was fine with it just being because I don't think Diddy will ever get married I can like
0: see her being fine in any relationship just kind of like letting it be what it is as long as you know you're here for me and I'm here for you as long as we know what's up like she's she was a very like easygoing, laid back kind of woman so I can see her not really like pressing the issue of marriage but still to me it just is kind of like shocking and telling though that
1: but I don't think we can ever really project our ideals on marriage and commitment onto other people. We
0: cannot, but and also because we don't know what all was happening behind the scenes.
1: Right, and then also, like to me, I look at it as, and it may be because I'm a man, I, I'm not gonna act like that's not that could possibly be the reason I look at it. But, but I just feel like I we- also don't view. Marriage as the end all Of being in a committed relationship I don't either But I don't think it's
0: Yeah I don't either I just feel like It's different too though like When When a woman Has your children It's a whole different ball game You know what I'm saying like especially After you decide to stay with her After that like What was it like was was this just a thing from jump, like I'm not I don't do marriage, or was it just like a we're just gonna keep going with the flow until we both feel ready, or was it like uh these niggas were proposing and she was curving or
1: <laughs> Which is also I mean, she was a very gorgeous woman, yeah. which is very possible.
0: She that's what I'm saying, like she might not have been I would have
1: in- wrote songs about her. <laughs> <laughs> she might not
0: have been in agreement with marriage. Right. Um but and to I, me, I just think it's, it's very, it's weird that we never really saw many rings on her finger. Like she just seems like the kind of woman that,
1: but also I think well, this is what people have said that her highest honor was being a mother, right? That's what she valued more than anything, which I could see because hell Quincy was grown as fuck, taking his mama everywhere. Yeah all her kids always it wasn't no like I want to be close to my mom it's like nah my mom my homie and really that's how their dad acted with her even after they split up that she was still a part of his life Mm -hmm. that no matter what they were always going to be co-parents and partners from that standpoint Mm -hmm. that's why when people were like trying to shame Diddy being like well he's up here crying now when he uh, hurt her, <laughs> like bro, we fall apart. Like, like, let's yeah. not act like because, I man, he clearly loved that woman.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: He had multiple kids with her. Yeah, and still raised their kids together. To act like because he may or may not have cheated on her that he didn't love her. Yeah, is absurd. It's also a lot of single ass people that were saying shit like that.
0: Yeah, but I mean, cheating cheating doesn't necessarily negate the fact that you might love someone, but it definitely negates the fact that there's not any respect for that person.
1: But does it? We've had this conversation before. I don't know. See, I don't think it does. It I, does. I, I think it. I don't think it negates. It does. I wouldn't say negate.
0: How can it not?
1: Because we, you we can know, all we can all get wrapped up.
0: You know that you're you're. you're with this other person for you to lose sight of that for a small moment or even maybe a larger than a small moment you know what I'm saying for you to go as far as to be physical or emotional with somebody else is like
1: but I haven't been in love with everybody I've had sex with
0: okay me neither
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, let's let's be all the way honest. But I also
0: haven't had sex with anybody while I was in a relationship with somebody else.
1: I mean, I haven't either. But I know people who, when they say they love the person that they're with, I believe them. They, yeah, they, they may have just gotten caught up.
0: I'm not saying that he didn't love her.
1: But people are saying that.
0: Well, yes, people are saying that. But I'm not saying that. But I'm saying... Th- there is a lack of respect when you cheat.
1: There is a certain lack of respect. I will agree with you with that
0: because you. I don't care what. Like you're just not gonna forget that you in this whole last relationship. Yeah, but
1: I don't. <laughs> but I don't think that negates. That's where I'm disagreeing with you. I don't think it necessarily is thrown out the window. Like you can't possibly care for somebody and do fucked up things to that person. Well
0: what does it how do and how do you explain that then to your the significant other that you're cheating on like baby this doesn't negate the fact that I respect you like what the fuck is the other person supposed to believe? I mean in the heat
1: <laughs> of the moment that's gonna sound like bullshit but I mean we'll just like we just got disagree <laughs> <laughs> that's fine and I'm not even like saying I'm just more so uh, I don't believe that something negates Throw the baby out with the bath water, feel me? But anyway, (laughs) um, but yeah, the fact that people act like Diddy is not hurt, or when people brought up the fact that Cassie was with him after that, they were fucking dating the last what four or five years,
0: yeah, she was around his kids, broke up like a month or two ago.
1: Like, do you really think they? His kids weren't around Cassie, and she wasn't part of their family. Right. Like, that's the other bullshit. It'd be that bullshit, like, when people be acting like... It's mostly men, but when men be acting like uh, Russell Wilson is out of pocket for loving loving little future. Like, he ain't his fucking stepdaddy. Why wouldn't he? He would look like an asshole if he didn't. But these broken motherfuckers want people to be, uh... That's his kid. He should never have nothing to do with the kid.
0: Serious with the woman who's had this child, that's a part of your life now. That's a part of the relationship.
1: Especially when you married and you have primary custody of the kid. It ain't like Future out here got the kid every fucking day. Let's just be all the way honest. Sierra is in a much more stable environment than Future. But people don't think of shit like that. It's a lot of hurt motherfuckers out here Mm. with a lot of hurt ass fucking uh, ideals about shit. Mm -hmm. And then they project this hurt onto other people. Mm -hmm. Men and women. Because men are just as sensitive. You bring up that future shit, these uh, bum ass niggas be getting all fucking upset. (laughs) Oh, he think that he's his daddy. No, he Mm. don't think he's his his daddy.
0: He just doing the right thing. He love the
1: fucking kid, man. That's part of his life. He sees sees future, little future every day. Now it is weird. That would definitely be weird to be like, future, come here. (laughs) 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 He's
0: just doing what he's supposed to do. Right. As a stepdaddy. And And then,
1: and then the way that people like, the way that men try to have a, an onus of a woman's past, present and future. Mm is very uh fucked up. But anyway, uh <laughs> uh rest in peace, Kim Porter. Also, uh rest in peace Steven Hillenberg. If you don't know who that is, he is the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants.
0: Oh wow. That's right.
1: He died of ALS this morning. Wow. So how old was he? He was only I think he was in his early fifties. No, he might have been in his forties. He was young.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah, he got he got diagnosed with ALS last year, he died from it this year. So, and then so a lot, it's been a lot of people talking about the uh, like we grew up on SpongeBob, even though he came later in our childhood. Yeah. Like I was, I would watch SpongeBob before I went to my college classes. I've I've stayed a SpongeBob fan, bro. I haven't watched the latest episodes, but when it's on and I'm with my nephews, I watch it. Like, and then plus, what what would Twitter be like without (laughs) Spongebob memes?
0: The Spongebob memes and the GIFs?
1: Because that Mr. Krabs uh, looking like he's in a daze is still one of the funniest memes I've ever seen.
0: Or Spongebob with the discombobulated face. Sponge, Spongebob with the discombobulated face.
1: She is an old school. Like, whoa. Oops.
0: Sorry, 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 sorry.
1: <laughs> um, so rest in peace to Stephen Hillenbert. Uh also he also um uh, was a writer and director on uh Rocco's Modern Life.
0: Okay, I can see that.
1: Yeah. So all he right.
0: was just a trippy motherfucker
1: Yeah <laughs> Like he was on All right So All right You didn't see what happened Mm-mm. So Nope let me just uh, give a brief rundown for everybody who didn't see now I think this was Sunday night so that night there was a thread that started where somebody um, decided that they had had enough of what you say Some shit that I never thought was going to go down. (laughs) Now, this is going to be a very nuanced conversation. We're not going to... We're going to try to handle this lightly and respectfully. But we're still going to try to do this shit the way we kick this shit. All right. So, the person's name, I believe this is how it's said. Mason Elage... Um... Masson L. Yeah. Um, you know who. (laughs) But, okay. I was afraid to speak, but today my life was threatened after I was sexually harassed, threatened, and manipulated by someone I respected. My ex-boyfriend, NBA player, Dwight Howard, and his camp also catfished me by his disrespectful-ass pastor. Alright, so that, first and foremost...
0: Excuse me?
1: (laughs) So, uh, this person is... Okay. At first, people thought this person was a transgender person. A trans woman. So, they addressed her as such. Come to find out, she is not a trans woman. She is... She identifies as a gay man. Hmm. But, um...
0: So, a gay man in drag. Uh,
1: Yeah, I guess. She has very long hair, and she wears makeup. right, he has very long hair, and wears makeup. I'm trying to do this without misgendering somebody, Mm -hmm. because that's what a lot of people did. And that's part of where we're going to get to this. Part of the problem. Okay. So, they just said that. Then, they had a thread exposing all kind of stuff about Dwight Howard, which he still has not said anything. If that changes before Tom, we recorded this on Tuesday. (laughs) So the next one, they said, before we start, I just need to say this is really about his team and his crooked pastor threatening my life over an undisclosed, non-disclosure agreement. And he has been trying to intimidate me, into taking hush money for what they did to me. So, apparently, Dwight Howard met this person at Wild and Out and they started a relationship. Wow. This is all according to this person. Okay. So All right, this a couple tweets later, they're like Conversation started escalating to nudes being sent, escalating to me blowing his mind and him calling me every night on Instagram video chat. Time went by and shit started getting serious. Then he said, he was fine, 6'11", goofy, very charming, no wife, and never been married. So of course I was interested. I kept it real with him and he kept it real with me about everything except one thing. And so, uh, he shows, uh, like this, a video of their Instagram conversation. And that is Dwight Howard's his Instagram. So in that conversation, uh, he asked, was a, uh, did the people in Dwight's circle and his family know that he slept with men? And trans women and so the white didn't necessarily come out. he was just like, why are you asking me this mm-hmm. So eventually like I'm not gonna go through all this, <laughs> but all right, eventually uh, this man says that, he finds out that Dwight is apparently having sex with a trans woman and going to what they call transgender parties Mm -hmm. to have wild sex. And so, eventually they say that Dwight's pastor starts sending them threatening messages and harassing him. And so... This person decided it was time to get this all out in the open and they were tired and they had contacted the police. So, uh, all right. So first and foremost, <laughs> it's a lot to do it. Um, it is a lot. And so of course, when that happened, a lot of people were making jokes. You know, you expect it's going to be some fucked up jokes. hmm And so the first jokes start coming. And then as the night went on, I laughed. I'm not going to lie. I laughed at some of them. And I'm just being real. So, and then as the night went on, I started seeing that this shit wasn't going nowhere. And it started getting to where the lame niggas decided that they were just gonna let this homophobia and transphobia jokes off.
0: I hate when homophobic people just kinda wait for this kinda shit to happen.
1: Yeah, and then they decide to unload all the fucked up shit that they always think. And, also, for a while, a lot of people, like, I didn't know that he identified as a man. So, when people were calling him a man, I assumed that they were misgendering him to get their little homophobic uh, shit off until I saw a tweet where he said that, no, I'm a, a gay man and all of this. So, so I'm just looking at all of this and people are saying some of the most fucked up shit in the fucking world. And then they always preface, preface it like, I don't care what he does. Like, this one dude I got into it with, he was like, I don't care what he does. He's free to do whatever he wants to do. But when I call him gay, uh, all you sensitive ass people need to, uh, don't tell me I'm wrong. Because if you think that that's a problem, then maybe you're homophobic. And I was, I tweeted the thing from Adam Sandler's Billy Madison. He was like, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things of all times. At no point in that rambling, incoherent conversation did you make any point. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) And he was like, but what bro, what what was our role so you don't think this? I was like, man, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna fuck I said what I had to say. He was like, no. (laughs) I
0: said what I said.
1: So, it was Saturday night, that's what it was Because it was after the Iron Bowl And then it was in the middle of that crazy ass Seven overtime game
0: Who had a seven overtime game? Uh, Texas A&M, LSU? Mm-hmm. I knew they had overtime I didn't know it was fucking seven Seven overtimes Who won? LSU? Mm. Y'all didn't watch the ending of any SEC football games On
1: Saturday anyway. Oh yeah, that's that's another thing. We could talk about the light in this subject. Uh, what happened at that Iron Ball? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, You know, I started, I was going to start off the podcast if I just played the Alabama fight song. Just troll. Because that's what us babbers do.
0: I don't even know what that shit sound like. So I probably would have been lost.
1: You don't know what the uh, Alabama fight song sounds like? I really don't. You heard it a lot Saturday. But hey. Didn't. Didn't really. Denial is not a river I was
0: watching from work, so I didn't really hear too much.
1: Mm. Oh, let me play for you. Mm.
0: I'm good. I'm real good. (laughs) I'm super good.
1: Super good. Um... Yeah, y'all y'all had a scare y'all us, like I fucking played or went to Alabama. <laughs> but uh y'all had the tide uh Chook fans in the first shook. half. Yeah, and That's then normally right how that, it happens. Yeah, then around right that third quarter, my uh brother in law and my daddy shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, I was literally just like every time we go to halftime, I don't know if Deep these late. niggas just like just lose their whole souls or we couldn't catch for shit we couldn't pass for shit we couldn't run for shit
1: I mean really what it was is y'all played a really good half like to be just completely honest y'all played better
0: we're a good like half quarter team yeah we'll play a good like first two quarters y'all don't know how to
1: execute yeah Gus gone.
0: Thank God.
1: Hey, bro. They might as well just suck that shit up. They they never should have gave him an the extension in the first that long and that much money.
0: This season was absolutely fucking horrific. A wash. Horror. I'm still hurt behind behind motherfucking Tennessee. Like,
1: Bandy beat Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> the nerds beat Tennessee. <laughs>
0: We're not even on the map no more. We're an unranked team.
1: That, that school down there in the plains. All
0: the money that goes to the damn football program, we are an unranked team.
1: Have y'all ever thought about maybe y'all sold y'all soul to get that one with Cam? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what they say about uh, Haiti. Haiti sold their soul to the devil to beat the French. Maybe that was the ultimate sacrifice.
0: We didn't know because that was Chiswick and the next year Chizik fucked. What
1: y'all ain't won a championship since? What was that? 2011? 2010,
0: 2011, Yeah, yeah. I just i was I was watching it at work, even though I wasn't supposed to be. But I just could not miss what was going on because Iron Bowl. You just really never, and that like that's what I explain all the time. Like even though. Bama fans love to talk shit. And I said this before, but I'm just like, y'all know that if it's actually like a tit for tat game in the beginning, y'all going to be shook. So, you know, calm down. I know y'all love to talk shit because y'all the number one team and y'all got umpteen thousand championships and rings and all this other bullshit and trophies and awards. And I get it. But Iron Bowl is the one game that Bama never knows how it's going to end. Like, I know in fucking hell Bama didn't expect to lose last year.
1: What? What'd you say?
0: Huh? So you just gonna put that... You're just gonna put that right right there. That's that's where you're gonna put it. Huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's so bad right now. <laughs> Out.
0: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm just Shannon Sharp. This shit. It's no problem. It's no problem. No No Um.
1: Why did his voice get so loud?
0: <laughs> nerves. I guess I don't fucking know. Niggas, no nigga was guilty. I don't fucking know. Um. Them. You know, I'm, I'm. I stopped watching after the third quarter.
1: That's about when they quit playing.
0: <laughs> no, they quit paying at the beginning of the
1: third quarter. Mm hmm. I ain't gonna lie though. I was like, yeah, this shit gonna be tight. But I'm also one of them people. I don't like tight games. I'm not one of those people that I like the adrenaline rush.
0: At halftime, I was literally like, this could be an overtime game. Huh.
1: I thought that too. I'm not this even gonna lie.
0: My stupid ass. This could be an overtime game. Please. We clean it.
1: <laughs> Please.
0: <laughs> Jesus Auburn. I love y'all, but get it the fuck together. Please Amen. get us somebody who knows how to fucking recruit. Get us somebody who can pull our fucking offensive line out of the damn trenches. Like the defense, we got it. We've been had that, but we need both sides of the fucking team to be solid. We cannot depend on a defense alone. We just cannot. And that that was proven. Like y'all got fucking thirty points on us this weekend. The fuck? That's not even a football game. That's a basketball game. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm stressed.
1: And then our second string quarterback came in and threw a fucking touchdown. The
0: second string! Like, why? I mean, in his
1: defense, he's only lost like two games as a but starter. But still,
0: <laughs> our second string can't do this shit.
1: Who is y'all second string? I don't even fucking know. <laughs> <Hell>. That <laughs> ain't it, bruh.
0: I'm just tired, man. Auburn, like... Hey, Take but. takes the algorithm, whatever <laughs> equation that Nick Saban got, just figure it out because he got it.
1: it's God's plan. He
0: got recruiting on lock.
1: I wish I could play God's plan right now. <sighs> Nick's plan. My Nick's little cousin playing. is supposed
0: to be playing for Auburn next next season.
1: Tell him to think about changing teams.
0: I mean, that maybe that might be a turnaround a turnaround situation for us because he's he's pretty well known what's his name uh Nehemiah Pritchett
1: I have heard that name before it's a
0: black ass name too that really (laughs) is Nehemiah Pritchett
1: I wish I had like a real black ass fucking last name right like that, that Pritchett is that's some black ass shit ain't it that's like Jenkins and Washington That's
0: like fucking slave owners Didn't get a hold of none of y'all niggas Like y'all oh Sojourner Sir Sir had y'all
1: Y'all just walked from Africa <laughs> huh
0: Sojourner <laughs> had y'all on the straight and Narrow um, Yeah Nehemiah Pritchett that's a, that's a black ass
1: name Yes it is um, But yeah man um, Yeah I mean
0: War Eagle, I guess. Roll hey. I posted a snap. I said, at this point, I'm just giving it to
1: God. Yo, that shit was so funny when you posted that tiger <laughs> walking and my brother put Shere Khan from Jungle Book with the fire. <laughs> you know that shit was funny. No, it wasn't. You thought know, that shit was so tough. I, <laughs> I
0: wasn't responding to any any That's negativity.
1: Yeah. I was dying laughing when I saw that shit. I didn't
0: want any of that to manifest itself. That shit was funny as fuck. But alas,
1: (laughs) here we are. Sure call. (laughs) Yo, can't wait for fucking Lion King though.
0: Hell yeah, man! Next year in the movie theater, it's
1: getting dope, bro. It's about
0: to be lit.
1: Yes, Mary
0: Poppins, Lion King, Latin Toy
1: Story Four. Um, it's something else. Good coming up. I'm just gonna assume it's gonna be good because Pixar don't fuck up <laughs> and Disney don't fuck up. True. Um. Yo. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not ready to see Mufasa die. Oh. In. In CGI. Very good CGI. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is gonna be a little different. Man, you
1: gonna see dust come off. His fucking uh mane are you like, God damn it.
0: I wonder if um I wonder if my nephew'll be able to sit through that. Probably not. He gonna be three.
1: That's gonna be an epic ass movie with a whole bunch of adults. I hope they're having them A Whole so bunch of nineties babies. So it's, uh adults can get drunk. We all cry. gonna be
0: drunk as fuck.
1: <laughs> We're <a> fuck scarf <laughs> <laughs> <Mufasa>. Yo.
0: <laughs> Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa! They should have got Whoopi Goldberg back on that thing, though. Yeah. For one of the hyenas, but the hyenas aren't going to have that big of a role in this one, are they?
1: I think they are, but you know they got uh, Florence. What's her name? She was in. She was the one of the door Uh. In Black Panther, did you see?
0: Uh, I only Captain
1: America: Civil War. Yes. The Dora Milaja was in there as his bodyguard. The one that was like, be moved, uh, move or be moved to Scarlett Johansson in front of the car. She's playing Whoopi Goldberg's character. Mm. And then also, Eric Andre is one of the uh, hyenas. That's Okay,
0: That's, that was a good call. That was a good call. Um,
1: I can't remember who's going to be the third hyena. And you got Seth Rogen is playing Pumba. Yes, yes. You yes.
0: have. I forget who's playing Timon. It's some white dude.
1: Billy Eschner. I don't know who that is. John Oliver as Zazu. That's shit's gonna be dope as fuck.
0: Perfect.
1: And you got uh, Donald Glover Donald slash, Glover. slash I was gonna say Childish, Childish Gambino. Gambino. And
0: Beyonce. Giselle Noah's Carter as oh, Nala.
1: Bro. The queen,
0: bro. I cannot. The songs, the vocal, the soundtrack is gonna be.
1: Oh, I just hope we get a rapping uh, Simba and Nala at one point. You
0: gonna get ape shit part two,
1: lion shit.
2: <laughs>
0: oh my god, jungle shit. Yeah, jumper, jumper. <laughs> Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait for the cinematics.
1: Jungle shit. (laughs) That's definitely gonna be the name of this fucking Do
0: you, um... Do you ever have resolutions for the new year's or you just be out here living? Uh, you got a resolution or no?
1: Right now, I have been trying to be more uh festive and enjoying of holidays. Hmm. I have made that a personal goal, I guess. Yes, 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 yes. So that's I good. might have a resolution.
0: That's good. That's a good resolution.
1: <laughs> like, I'm trying to like. I've been so cynical most of my life mm-hmm. that I really want to try to become a better person. <laughs> and not fight against. All right. I, I thought about this because one of our friends is clearly fighting against everything in a fucking world. Hmm. Hmm. Bad bitch alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I am I'm trying to Let make. Loose. no I'm trying to make not concessions but just strive to be a better person yeah and not fight against society so much and be like I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna start a revolution it's like bro it's, it's alright man yeah. I guess I'm getting older and not feeling like It's the end of my life. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm taking with me as I'm 30 now. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be more realized as a person. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to build. (laughs) Using adult (laughs) words. Building. (laughs) I strive to be a better person.
0: Striving and building.
1: Yeah. You know, it's not the end.
0: Honestly, I like...
1: Like all uh Angie when she texts me on my birthday, she's like, uh I was like, I feel old. She was like, 30's a new twenty. And I was like, yeah, I'ma use that shit as my mantra now. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I'm still excited for thirty.
0: Like thirty just feels like a sexy number. It feels like a like a complete number.
1: If a twenty year old you heard you say the exact sentence, how how bad would you be be like this
0: nigga is sold out. This, like, this <laughs> old ass bitch. <laughs> trying to act like she's still sexy.
1: <laughs> A 20-year-old me would have been like, you're falling into the ideas of the capitalist society, my brother. <laughs> Why do you try to be like the man? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh um... so you
1: striving to follow these Judeo Christian values, my <laughs> G? Uh sell out brothers on line three? <laughs> <laughs> so you was Hotep in your twenties. Oh, mad Hotep. Bro, I used to be a communist when I was like eighteen. Mm, hope that'll get me investigated.
0: <laughs> Probably not. I mean
1: Of what, all the other what, shit we What did, they gonna find. What they gonna find? I don't know. I wrote a couple of college papers about socialism. So. Maybe that's why I don't have a job in the field <laughs>
0: Bro being a millennial will make you wonder What kind of shit is holding you back From getting certain jobs though for real Yeah I'll literally be like How did I not get this job
1: Right (laughs) I'm qualified
0: Did they find some shit That they wasn't supposed to find Bro Do they know my credit score (laughs) (laughs) What do you know (laughs) Who told you this shit
1: But Uh huh if a 20 year old me what what about my life now what a 20 year old me completely think is lame as fuck and now I don't give a fuck what a 20 year old me thinks fuck that nigga
0: I would definitely think as a 20 year old that a 30 year old living with their parents is fucking retarded
1: here you go with this R word again I'm sorry ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> ma'am you are out of pocket. Sorry. <laughs> uh, a 30-year-old me, I mean, a 20-year-old me thinking that a 30-year-old me lives at home alone with a dog. <laughs> that That's pretty much my life. I would think it was cool that I had a podcast, even though I don't know if a 20-year-old me knew what a podcast was. Mm-mm. Then I was just... Downloading illegal music and making an, uh, playlists for people.
0: We definitely didn't know about podcasts at twenty. Should I legit feel like I didn't really know what podcasts were until I was like twenty-five?
1: Uh, what's the What's the first podcast you ever listened to? The read. For real,
0: I've been with them since day one.
1: The first podcast I ever listened to was the Dan Lebertard Show podcast. Yeah, it, man. The first podcast I ever listened to was the Dan Levitard show podcast.
0: Yeah, in, my, mine in was.
1: 2010. This is when Bobani used to be on there every Thursday. This before he even had the show with Dan.
0: Yeah, but, mine was literally The Read. Um, and that was the first and only podcast that I was listening to for like years on end. Like I didn't start branching out to other podcasts until like. three years ago?
1: The, fir- the first real podcast that I listened to that in my mind I was thinking about this is His and Hers with Jamel Hill and Michael Smith. Mm. In a way the way I produced this show It's I- kind of similar to I was listening to episodes and I was like this is literally mm. a bur-
0: you got like i'm to see s- this is why we got to listen to a whole lot of different shit so we aren't just like
1: but it's not exactly heavily influenced so. by just one but that's the crazy thing i never thought about that that's what we we're doing it was doing.
0: subconscious
1: right but i'm glad because they don't have that anymore so it's cool that it's we're in the spirit of that as well as like the read and a couple other shows. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we're on the same level as them, but those are our influences. Because when I was doing the application thing, they asked us what were the podcasts, and I said the read, I said well read, and I said uh, I used insanity, uh, sanity report.
0: I really want you to check out Jade and XD.
1: I've listened to their show
0: Like go back in their archive.
1: Okay, this is what we're gonna do like, going forward. Like you're gonna have to search for his and her podcast. Okay. But when you listen to it, you'll be like, okay. Cause that it's very close to what we do. And mm-hmm. then plus Jamel Hill <clears throat> is a superstar now. And her and Michael Smith, this is before they got SportsCenter. Center. This was when they had a podcast on ESPN. That was just black as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it was dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they talked about all kind of fucking issues, and they didn't hold back. They even had a Thanksgiving episode.
0: Yes, I love <laughs> holiday episodes on podcasts. And
1: they got into, like, the Mount Rushmore of, like, uh, Thanksgiving food. And they had a, a fantasy draft of uh, Thanksgiving food. Mm-hmm. And that shit is still funny. (laughs) Um, What other podcast did I first listen to? Combat Jack, of course. Juan Epstein. That's uh, Peter Rosenberg. And uh,
0: apparently Ellen just has a new.
1: Actually, let me look at my iTunes right now. I forgot that I have iTunes. Just up. Let me look at the podcast that I have in here because I haven't had an iPhone in like four or five years. So all of these are. Okay. So back then I was listening to His and Her, Combat Jack, Juan Epstein, Deezus vs. Miro. Wow. The co- the complex one.
0: I didn't realize that it was Deezer's versus Miro.
1: Uh-huh. But yeah, that was how it was when they were on complex that was the first podcast Them, you think the niggas reckless now they were saying some crazy ass shit um the bill simmons podcast that's one of my favorite podcasts of all time the, uh, the bs report is what it was called then and uh niggas were the podcast negroes were the podcast
0: wow uh
1: you know, uh, five-fifths on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He was on the original, that one. And now he's like one of the top writers on Atlantic. It's <laughs> a question.
0: So let's start with let's start with the one that has the video clip attached to it, shall we?
1: Damn, we get uh, interactive now.
0: <laughs> we might as well. We might as well. So this one was a um, love and hip hop.
1: Um, oh yes. I wanted to talk to you about this bullshit. A
0: love hip hop alumnus. Um, he had some things to say about independent women. So, I'm just gonna um,
1: For the trash report.
0: Ooh, my God. Let's just start this shit up. You
1: know, this gotta be said, okay? Listen. Um, no man, no real man, one no woman that's 100% independent. You know it's cool to be self-sufficient. It's cool to be able to get out here and do your thing and handle your business if you need to, but all that 100% independent, I don't need no nothing type attitude, listen, that ain't gonna get you nowhere with us, okay? Not no real, man, because part of the reason we was even put on earth is to protect and provide. If you don't need me to do none of that, what you want me for? You know, leave me alone. I can go spend some time with a woman who I can help. You know, and while you at it, Oh. And
0: and you hit yourself from the back Okay so um, The words that were bleeped out at the end He said He was basically saying you know if you don't need us for nothing Then fuck yourself Eat your own pussy Hit yourself from the back Um, Which was only referring To men being needed In sexual manners But he posed the question Saying if we can't do nothing for you what can we do for you but then only brought up sexual things so it's like you're basically diminishing your own worth right here yeah um
1: That's exactly what I was going to hit <laughs> uh, this this
0: young man's name is Marcus Black I don't know who the fuck he is or either. why he's important um other than the fact he's on love and hip hop
1: I had to do a lot of digging because they said he was a musician and a producer and I was like wearing the receipts
0: he looked like a has-been with six different baby mamas anyway
1: right and then after doing some research because i don't watch love and hip-hop
0: you neither do i uh
1: apparently he's brooke valentine's fiance
0: which that was uh, that I
1: ain't heard shit from brooke valentine's girl fight were well, high school even though I did have a big crush on Brooke Valentine, she was very pretty.
0: She's gorgeous still, but still just not relevant anymore.
1: And um, this irrelevant ass nigga's even more irrelevant.
0: And I really just want to know, especially if he's supposed to still be engaged to her, what prompted this from him right now?
1: Let me uh I I wanted to start where you kind of started. The fact that he diminished himself to uh I'm uh, the member of his body <laughs> might be an indication that this nigga ain't shit. Ain't <laughs>
0: shit. Ain't shit. Hey,
1: man. Well, I can go spend some time with a woman who I can't help. You know?
0: Spend some time with a woman who you can't help. The only woman that you probably can help is honestly and truly probably just a woman who needs dick because where's your money coming from other than love and hip-hop franchise franchise and this is your first season so you really ain't for real got it like that because what else are you doing sir you want to talk about how men were put on this earth to protect and provide Grant that might be what y'all are put on earth to do but that's not what happens 100 percent of the time or even 50 percent of the time
1: but even so, if even if I did subscribe to that, uh which is based in, you know, Judeo Christian uh garden. Misogyny.
0: Of there you go. Hope. Uh, Tepe. <laughs> Patriarchy <laughs> <laughs> and all Ooh. the other E's. Right.
1: Um Uh, alright, let's go with that you're there to provide and be there for a woman. Mm. You can do that emotionally. Mm. You can do that in tons of ways outside of giving her dick. Mm -hmm. Now, giving your woman dick is part of a relationship and I'm not going to act like it's not. But to to instantly just go to that.
0: To act like that's the main part, I think, is a part of a lot of relationships.
1: And to act like Problem, not that in part. It's not millions of other niggas that can give your girl dick to. Bro. Bitches out here choosing. No, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> somebody um, thinks about, uh, a lot of themselves. <laughs> like, bro, your girl can get dick from whoever the fuck she wants to get dick from.
0: Right. Like, what are you doing? That Girls are
1: like... definitely able to choose way more than men. Cause if you ain't got no job, <laughs> you ain't got a place to stay, and you ain't got no fucking money, you ain't the top of the uh, of the list, my g.
0: Yeah. Um. But,
1: and another thing is, the the little bit of love and hip hop I have watched over the wall, like I saw some of the stuff when Cardi was on there, and I did fall in love with Cardi B then, just cause. She's a charming person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, the thing I didn't like was just the flat out like just misogyny. The fact that all the men are gatekeepers to these women with dreams and actual talent and they have to be in relationships and fuck these dudes just to get on. And they're openly just promoting this.
0: It's like the ultimate degradation. Yes. Like
1: why? <laughs> why? 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 And these are the things that in the Me Too generation or the Me Too movement, we are shining a light on and saying how fucked up and predatory it is, but yet and still the most popular show on VH1, that's the main storyline. That's why when that clip of when Cardi B went at uh Corey Guns' daddy, Peter Guns, mm-hmm. about playing those women against each other. Mm-hmm. And she broke that shit all the way down. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you just bitter, you jealous and all this other shit. Nah, she was speaking truth to power. Yeah. On some radical shit.
0: But now you gaslighting because exactly here you are as a nigga who has done all the shit that she done called you out on. But you trying to call her stupid for the shit that you done done.
1: And Peter Guns <laughs> ain't been relevant since Uptown Baby. In 1990,
0: what one? The only other time he's ever been relevant is when he's mentioned as uh Cory Gunn's dad.
1: And Cory Gunn's ain't been relevant for about since, five years now since uh the early version of a Millie came out. I was he gonna was say on. it was
0: either that or like a Chris it's, Brown song, no, or some six shit. foot,
1: seven foot is the last time. That's it, wow, but yeah,
0: so yeah, um, that. Men who are men who feel a way about women who are independent are insecure. Very much so. That's that's the only like answer to this issue, right? Because
1: if you are really secure as a man, why would you be offended by somebody handling their shit? That's kind of what we all want in a partner
0: that honestly makes your life as their partner easier because you don't have to pick up so much of their. Slack and, and so much of... And
1: y'all can really work on your relationship.
0: And not have to focus on financial stability or emotional stability all the time. Like...
1: Right. Y'all why are at would, a good
0: starting point. Why would you ever not want someone to be handling their own shit? Because they're fucked up. Yeah, so um, that got on my nerves. But I responded and I was just like, women have to be independent nowadays because... Too many men drop the ball, especially when it comes to, like, single moms. Like, too many men. There's too many single moms out here. We're independent because we're trying to make sure that we can provide for ourselves and our children. Because most of y'all are not. And then when it comes to the sex shit, like, there's so many different kinds of dick technology <laughs> out here. <Dick> technology. <laughs> that honestly y'all are about to be obsolete if you don't get your fucking shit together we not gonna need (laughs) y'all
1: also the nerve of being like well you can go fuck somebody else okay
0: i can i did last night thank you so much (laughs) thanks (laughs) like honestly if it wasn't for dna i don't i don't know wait what if it wasn't for dna if it wasn't for women needing dna from men I don't I don't know what 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 the fighting chance y'all would have obviously to be needed
1: out here. This is the shit that scare uh, <laughs> <it's> niggas. <laughs> Probably, but I mean shit. It is like the old Chris Rock joke. It's just some black people and they niggas. <laughs> this is the shit that scares <laughs> niggas. <laughs>
0: no, but for real, like y'all men y'all got to stop acting like y'all are the end all be all and y'all are the answer to every woman's issue
1: we have another question that's uh, also on this did you see it on uh, on twitter mm-hmm. yes. uh, young runzel what's up homie Uh he asked
0: oh you already got it
1: wait the homie runs there what's up G okay so I asked we record today any questions and the the little homie because no matter how old y'all niggas get y'all still the little homie <laughs> <laughs> uh, he asked uh, toxic masculinity. What is it and why are some women so offended by a male not wanting to be feminine? So, we're gonna let Sister Soldier over here calm down a second. Let me uh, <laughs> touch on this before she rained this shit all the way in. Okay. Um, the definition of toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds condescending. I'm gonna do it. All right. So, toxic masculinity. We use that word a lot Mm -hmm. and it's come to our attention, uh, through our number one fan that we use a lot of words that we don't necessarily define, define, and we know what we're talking about, but sometimes other people haven't had the conversations we've had with other people. So toxic masculinity, masculinity defined by Colleen Clemens is a narrow and repressive description of manhood designating manhood as defined by violence, sex, and aggression. This also, this is my caveat on that, I guess. It's also a a emphasis on strength being masculine or manly and emotion being a weakness. Something that that is used by the more feminine gender that is also part of their destruction. That's what toxic masculinity is. The idea that that partnership our
0: destruction.
1: Part of the things that make men and men and women different. Not, yes. But also is a weakness. That's what the ideal of toxic masculinity is any emotion or having emotional range is an assault against masculinity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, masculinity is not a bad thing, masculinity and femininity are things that coexist in everyone to different degrees. Mm-hmm. And there is definitely a need for masculine energy just as much as there is a need for feminine energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the most masculine thing you can do is have a full range of your emotions and express yourself verbally before fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, But a lot of people think because people are trying to Reign in toxic masculinity. That they're trying to rein in masculinity. Not going to say that there are some people. Who do want to get rid of masculine energy. Because they view it as. A tool of. All of the things. Like patriarchy. Misogyny. Rush, uh, and all the other. Ease. <laughs> 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 so. I and I, I can't speak to what uh I can't speak to why like as far as like why why is it a big deal that people don't want to be that men don't want to be feminine I don't think that's what women in particular are asking by saying that we should attack the toxic parts of masculinity they just want us to be accountable Mm -hmm. and not to uh, participate in the bullshit and just let it slide as we men man I wish I could take a picture of how you look right man Uh, don't assault our listeners
0: (laughs) not at all I'm just really taking it all in
1: okay (laughs)
0: Why you look so nervous? <laughs> did I do good? <laughs> I do no, good? you're fine. I'm just, I'm just, I'm thinking about my response. What's the question? Read the question again. He said, "What is te- toxic masculinity, and why are mem- why are women offended if a man doesn't want to be feminine?"
1: Yes. Um. Well,
0: I think this. Second part of his question is way more personal. Because I don't think I don't think that there's a general consensus that women are offended that a man doesn't want to be feminine. Right. But
1: and I think well I mean I'm not a woman but I know women are very attracted to quote unquote masculine men. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the issue at hand Mm-mm. because women like men or uh, cisgender uh heterosexual women like men and cisgender her- heterosexual men like women
0: yeah so i don't think i don't think that it's that women have an issue with men not wanting to be feminine i think feminine i think the issue is women are offended or not even offended, but agitated by men who are so afraid to be vulnerable that it manifests into hyper masculinity. I think that's what it is. Um, So I think honestly, what this question needs is for him to define what he thinks femininity is specifically. So is femininity to you, femininity in a man, does that mean a man who is in touch with his emotions and not afraid to express them? Or is femininity in a man uh, a man who who um, self grooms and keeps himself well-groomed and and put together? What like, what is femininity to you? That's number one. Um, I don't think the issue is, is women being offended that men don't want to be feminine because I don't think most women who are attracted to straight men want a feminine man. I think we just want men to be able to effectively communicate when they are emotional. And, and I feel like, like you just said, emotions and being expressive of your emotions has never been seen as a masculine thing. But we are we are living in this country and in in this society where men have to be the rock and the provider and the whatever else. So anything less than that is just seen as vulnerability and weakness and anything that's weak is feminine. Right. Because women aren't supposed to be strong. Only men are. So if you can't be strong, you a pussy. But that's not true. You're just human. (laughs) <laughs> right. So I think that's what it is. And it, and again, I say it's not it's not so much that we take offense as so much as we it's just frustrating, but especially when we're talking about dealing with men in a relationship context or actually dealing with men in a friendship context, dealing with men in any kind of close quarters where we're trying to just communicate and understand each other is where there's a breakdown men just don't communicate as well as women do because of this hyper masculinity that they've been taught that they have to be
1: also as a man, this is how I'm going to speak to how toxic masculinity manifests and why it's destructive. Um, Okay. by not having uh, comfortability in your emotions and being able to express yourself, you have a lot of built up tension. Yep. And then when somebody uh, insults your manhood is what they would say, you act out in the ultra masculine way you could think of, mm-hmm. which is usually violence.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause all that, that built up aggression it's sitting there
1: and you can't process it so it's energy that is
0: manifested in the wrong way
1: that is not properly maintained uh, maintained <laughs> maintain. right maintain <laughs> that's a good word. Um, right
0: so now you're just ready to snap right at the smallest thing and that's honestly like it, it's almost like a fucking oxymoron like right here you are showing so much anger
1: and emotion
0: over this little bitty thing that we think is a little bitty thing. But honestly, it's all this other shit that's been building up inside of you.
1: Right. And the fact that because you weren't able to properly process your emotion, you were acting completely emotional to the point to where you're being violent. Right. That's how we get school shooters because like one thing I was thinking about is all of the most mass shooters are men yeah and a lot of mass shooters and men that kill women and children are people who are supposedly scorned by a woman and since they don't know how to properly do that like to handle rejection or uh emotions in that way they act out violently to try to get revenge Mm -hmm. that is why it's important to check yourself Mm -hmm. before you wreck yourself Mm
0: of toxic masculinity though is like Um,
1: thinking that because you uh, a woman is independent that she can go fuck herself Mm.
0: (laughs) or thinking that you can't wear pink or purple
1: yes or getting mad at your child for wearing pink and purple when colors aren't uh, based on gender you idiot
0: thinking that you cannot cry as that a man that's the main one, not just cry in public, but cry at all,
1: yes, or that you're a pussy or crying um those are usually the most emotional people though. the yeah. people that uh, don't like emotion at all get real bad when you start expressing yourself, and just be on edge at all times, and they ain't no way to live, man that's also why a lot of men die early, yeah, <laughs> all that
0: all that pent up emotion and stress um <laughs> Yeah, those are those are those are things that are are toxic, masculinity.
1: Because they hurt men who only than, drink
0: beer at the bar. Because anything that, else that's is just pussy shit. Oh, I don't, I don't you know, drink fruity drinks. Wine is is too girly, and yeah. you know the glass isn't manly enough for him.
1: Or people that can't smoke weed out of a pipe because they feel like it's sucking. Because the they dick. feel like it's sucking dick. <laughs> yeah.
0: People who don't eat hot dogs in public and shit.
1: People that don't eat bananas at all. <laughs> or anything that is supposedly shaped like a penis. Right. I know one person that uh, when I first got into smoking cigars, they were like, I couldn't do that because it reminds me of sucking the dick. <laughs> like, bro, what kind of fucked up mentality do you have? First of all,
0: to be reminded of something, you have to do it first. So did you did you already
1: suck the dick?
0: Because if that's the case, then... Mm
1: -hmm. Or... (laughs) You might be... (laughs) Or thinking that because somebody is gay that they're not a man. Right. Or thinking that... Or that
0: they're not strong.
1: Right. There's tons of people in the military that are gay. Beat your fucking ass. I've seen it happen before. That shit is funny as fuck. You thought wrong, bitch. Not today, nigga. <laughs> uh, so, hopefully, we answered that question. Yeah,
0: and if you fall into the category of toxic masculinity, just check check yourself for a little bit. Just have a little um in, when, when, introverted.
1: Uh, all right. Tomorrow? Wait, no. Actually, today. Let me check something right quick. What's going on today? There was the. The vote in Mississippi. Oh, yeah, that's right. My home state. Oh, shit. Please, God. (laughs) Check your people. Check on your folks. Like I said many times, uh, I'm from the great. Well, I ain't going to say great. Fuck.
0: What you going to say? I don't know. You just saw some shit you didn't like.
1: She's winning by 55%. -hmm.
0: She is obviously the
1: Republican. Yeah, Cindy Hyde-Smith. That's the woman who said the thing about the hanging. Mm -hmm. And she's running against Mike Espy, who was the first black congressman from Mississippi since Reconstruction in the 80s. He worked under the Clinton administration in agriculture. He was the secretary of agriculture.
0: Well, did you honestly really expect any different from Mississippi? I know there's hope because, you know, Doug Jones.
1: I, I hoped.
0: You had a dream?
1: That one day. <laughs> I'm ready for the South to...
0: Rise again and no, I'm just playing <laughs> What a oh term. <laughs>
1: I'm ready <laughs> for this. I'm ready for the South to move past a lot of the bullshit in our past, but knowing that like all right. The main thing that people always say about why black people should leave the Democratic Party is because if you look, they always say, if you look at all the places like Chicago and Baltimore, Mm -hmm. they're all black people and they're all Mm -hmm. Mm Democratic-run and they haven't got any better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mississippi is the reddest fucking state in the world and it's 50th in everything. They've been Republican for the last 30, 40 years. Yeah, so... Since the Democrats switched.
0: Us becoming Democrat is not going to...
1: But them voting Republican is not making the residents of Mississippi's life any better. I mean, yeah. And then catering to only one party when you're supposed to be a a state and you're more concerned with impressing Donald fucking Trump Mm -hmm. than worry about your constituents, black or white. I'm tired and I'm tired of the right trying to make it that identity politics are only a tool of the left. bullfucking shit. It's just your identity is what is being represented.
0: That's like the main tool.
1: Right. Of White identity politics are very real. Yeah. And I there. don't know if you ever really thought about that, but if you're only voting for conservative Christians, <laughs> that's an identity, motherfucker.
0: Mm-hmm. You're voting because you identify
1: with that person's beliefs. Y'all just mean identity politics meaning black and brown people. Exactly. But hey, your identity is fine. You have to wonder why you think that.
0: Speaking of identities being fine. You want to talk in a microphone? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm super loud. That's why I keep like... um. The young man in River Chase Galleria that got shot. Yeah, he Have, was he was trying to help.
1: hmm He was the, the quote-unquote good guy with a gun that the right always tells us about. Mm-hmm. But what? And that's he-
0: the, that's actually the person that the right fights for is the good guys with the guns.
1: And he was a military. He was somebody in the military. He was another person that the right right usually fights for. He
0: was the ultimate white light. Like he was. was,
1: Yes. He is the nigga that we've been waiting for. But why is it that we're not hearing any white people talk about that?
0: No one is, is. now. Now you don't hear anybody talking about this is why we should have guns. This is why we've got to protect the second amendment. You don't hear that.
1: Where's the NRA? Oh, is it because the NRA actually doesn't give a fuck about us and they only want to cater to gun manufacturers? Is it because that by proxy, they only mean white people with guns? Yeah.
0: So this young man was murdered
1: by the police. And then they tried to frame it. Like he was the one shooting up the mall, but he didn't fire any shots at all. And he he was running away. He just had the gun. Protecting people with the gun. His American right. Hmm. It's almost like it's two justice systems in America.
0: It's almost like black and brown people are targeted by the cops.
1: (gasps) You don't say.
0: Do you think?
1: you can't think that though kid, do you
0: do you think maybe having darker skin is is oppressive in <gasps> america
1: no i mean the indians had dark
0: <gasps> huh well i don't well let, let me trayvon martin <gasps> mike rice. brown tamir rice
1: jordan davis
0: um there's uh, too eric many, gardner too many tonight um eric gardner um um walter I, scott I can't even Yeah,
1: maybe black people and brown people are abused by the police shut up and the police are used as an extrajudicial force to oppress black people and then reinforce white supremacy
0: you mean white power
1: <gasps> no some of those are war, that workforce that work forces are the same that burn crosses mm. I remember Raging against the Machine said that. <laughs> that what they were talking
0: about? Come on, Raging is the Machine. Yeah.
1: They, they had a song where they talked about wake up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then in the end, they talked about how the CIA tried to kill civil rights leaders.
0: And mm. white people you know, loved it. Yeah.
1: But they, I don't think they know what it was. They didn't They didn't listen to the lyrics real, real <laughs> clearly like when they said they murdered they murdered ex, Wait, they murdered King when he spoke out against Vietnam so you mean to tell me that the government was fine when he was fighting for black rights but when he started speaking out against poverty and about how fucked up the wealth gap was that's when he was murdered or when they tried to split up the Black Panthers because J. Edgar Hoover saw them as a force for good.
0: Are you onto something? No. It just seems like a, there's a pattern here.
1: What is the pattern, though?
0: There's an algorithm. This white supremacy
1: is algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to stop this. We're going to stop it the way we did, but I just I want to keep using <laughs> <laughs> all this shit. <laughs>
0: god! y'all are gonna hate us
1: you don't think that's why they're treating mexicans who's crossing the border bad is it because they're brown skin no i thought it was just to protect americans from
0: drug dealers and rapists that's what the president said oh my god we might need to cut this this might be like conspiracy right here (gasps) they might take us out next oh my god so thank you guys for tuning in today to suburban pod if you would like to follow me on twitter you can find me at kirby
1: brown girl and you can find me at a kid named juice
0: some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey battle you can follow him on soundcloud at
1: djc battle new episodes available every thursday